Welcome to another Text Help Talks podcast um, we, where we get a host of experts covering a range of topics of, about education from, uh, from, from, well, from education right through to the workplace. So, uh, so at the end, um, I'll mention this again, make sure you subscribe through your preferred podcast player or streaming service so you won't miss an episode. And today we want to explore the issue of selecting the right ed tech tools. And, and how we actually know that they're having an impact, proof of impact, I guess. Senior leaders and educators need to know that the tools that they introduce into teaching and learning will enhance student learning experiences and outcomes. That's in schools, across systems, across directorates, devices. So that's really important. At the same time, they also want to actually know that the tools that they're, that they're introducing will help minimise the workloads of their teachers. At a recent, uh, uh, sorry, as a follow-up to our recent roundtable leadership discussion, uh, we wanted to actually take it a bit step further and we wanted to understand the impact that text top tools have, in particular on teaching and learning since they were introduced to the ACT Education and Training Directorate. So to do that, I've, I've uh, invited today to, uh, into our podcast studio to have a chat with Michelle Van Pervelder. Hi, Michelle. Hello, Greg. Thank you for inviting me along today. You're welcome. Can you tell everybody a bit about you? I can, I can. So um, I am employed at the Education Directorate here in the ACT. I work out of the Education Support Office and um, my role is quite lengthy, so I'll try and explain it yeah. as simply as I can. Um, so I'm a, a school leader C and for people outside of the ACT, we have a very different way of classifying our school leaders in, um, in our system. So an SLC is a very is equivalent to an assistant principal in other jurisdictions. And I work in the area of um, inclusive education and my role is primarily um, assisting schools in the national consistent collection of data and developing um, practices so we can make sure our data is accurate and consistent across all of our 89 schools and okay. growing. Yep. Um, and another element of my role is looking at um, supporting schools in inclusive practices. Okay. Yeah, so that's my role. So. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's how I met you in lots of different ways, but that in terms of supporting particularly that idea of inclusive practices. Mm. And, um, and then... It, with the rollout of Read and Write as a tool across all the directories. How many schools now? Uh, we have 89 and growing. Um, Canberra is in rapidly growing right. and region. You've got, and you've got over 40,000 students. We have 40, yes, we have 43,000 wow. students. Okay. Um, and out of our 43,000 students, um, we have 7,500 students approximately, yeah. that are being recorded in the NCCD yeah. as requiring okay. adjustments to the curriculum. Okay. Great. Yeah. And, and so, and I just mentioned the text talk tools that you that you use across spectrum is Read and Write? Yeah, Read and Write for Google Chrome is what we're using at the moment. Um, we've used that for quite a number of years and I must say that we are very fortunate in the ACT Directorate that we... We have a shared vision with um, our senior leadership yep. team yep. about um, inclusion yep. and inclusion reform. Yep. And we've been on a journey with Read and Write for Google Chrome for quite a number of years now. Um, we began that journey um, 
pretty early on in 2014-15 through um, the Learning Difficulties Task Force, which was a project um, that was a two-year project uh, led by a former colleague of, of mine who is not Unable to be here today because she's unwell. She's unwell, yeah. yeah. She's so, unwell, so, unfortunately. So, so, so that's, a, that's a shout out to Stella. Stella Shield. Um, yes, yeah, so we work on this project together. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and the learning dif- learning difficulties task force um, came about at the same time that um, the directorate was moving to the Google platform. Okay. And it was quite advantageous in a way because we were moving to a Google platform, the Learning Difficulties Task Force had begun, we were looking at how we can um, implement the recommendations for students with learning difficulties and diverse learning needs and it just seemed to come together really quite well. Um, Stella and myself, um, we are quite old and experienced special educators Um, and we were back in the day when Read and Write for Google Chrome was Read and Write Gold on Uh, on a CD on a CD CD that we used to plug into really old um, iMacs oh no they weren't even iMacs then Um, and that's what I had used previously um, in my um, experience as a special educator in um, Western Sydney and that's what I used to make um, learning materials accessible for for students. And so that's that's the thing isn't it that that what the directorate's done is had a kind of a uh, the way it's 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 embraced print it's embraced the the um, the uh, G Suite tools, the, the Google mm. environment, and been able to push out a, pro- a program like Read and Write across every school. And yeah. writes are rather like in the old days having to install it on a machine here and a machine yeah. there. It's just pushed out and, and wherever students are and teachers are, they get access to that toolbar. For those folks who are listening, Read and Write is a literacy support uh, toolbar that appears for students and for staff. Um, Wherever they are, uh, if in the Google environment, so it's a toolbar in you know um, in, in the Google Doc, it's on Google Slides, it, it basically wherever the student wants to be on, on a website and a PDF and an ebook. Um, um, so it's just it's just it's so different than the old days of having to manually push it out. The, the other thing, Michelle, is that of course, um, as well as pushing it across that environment for students and, and staff. It, Families also have access to absolutely, it. absolutely. So we are really, really fortunate. So from um, twenty fourteen, yeah. um, the directorate has actually paid paid a license and a continuing relationship with yeah. Texthelp, yeah. and not only have all students access to the toolbar, all families do, all families do, yeah. and um, and that's where it, um, where we've changed and innovated our. PL and how we embed yeah. Um, yeah. Read and Write for Google Chrome, we've actually made a bit of an emphasis on involving families yeah. and we've done some professional learning in the family space, which has had a fantastic uptake. Yeah, it has. And, so, well, well, yeah. I remember uh, last year we ran two parent webinars. We and, did. And we had each each of those had over 200 parents yeah. register, which is Absolutely. amazing. We're running one next week and we've got, at the moment, 92 or something people registered. Yeah. So. What a huge interest that families it, have. It is, it's massive yeah. and, it's, um, and it's such an important aspect that families have access to the tool for their young yeah. people at home because that leads to consistency between 
home and school, consistency of learning. So students are able to use the tools to access their learning materials in the same way at home as they have at school. Um, And and that's been a a huge benefit um, and a a very grateful and appreciative um, vision that our senior leadership team has been able to see the the, the, the benefits. Yeah. Um, and, and so, yeah, so what, so the, so what do you think are the major um, um, tools? What's, what aspects of read and write do you think that it, for you it brings to the, to the, to the teaching learning space across the ACT? Um, I think just the, the features that just make it, learning accessible for all students students. and it's not just students that have a disability yes you know we have teachers in our schools that are including read and write for gold for gold on, which that was a bit of an audience. Yeah, I'm right. going back. Yeah. Um, that include read and write for Google Chrome yeah. as part of um, an intervention and strategy in, yeah. in, in young people's IOPs. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, and that's been a real development yeah. forward yeah. because yeah. you know teachers are now valuing yeah. that all the capabilities on the toolbar are helping all learners wherever yeah. they are yeah. with, with their learning. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, we do have some work to go. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, when, um, and I know, Greg, you do send us a lot of data yeah, yeah. about, you know, what's being used what's when. Been, yeah, well, 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 last year um, the data indicated that the read and write toolbar across directorate schools was used 1.2 million times. That's, wow. that's, I mean, that's amazing, isn't and it? And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. We have 40,000 students and that, you know, if students are accessing, and it's not only students, that actually could be staff, staff as well, and yeah. parents yeah. now that, yeah. you know, we've had a big yeah. Um, yeah. push with parent yeah. um, parent engagement and parent professional learning. Yeah. Um, and so, and so, yeah. so that's that's like an additional benefit just um, uh, that, that not only students using uh, the tools when and, and where they need them, oh. but um, staff and, and families are using the tool tool as well yeah um so, so what so given that there's a lot of kids using it um and other people using it oh. what um what is what are some of the impact that you see that, that it's having on learners out in your schools oh, i think some of the i think in students well-being i think oh, that, okay. yep. yeah i think that um and student engagement, yeah. particularly in um, the secondary setting yeah. where um, we have young people whose literacy skills and through no fault of teaching in the primary years, but, uh, you know, are entering year seven with below average reading ability and you know, we do know that the Australian curriculum the amount of reading increases dramatically from year three and then that step into to secondary um, curriculum. And, you know, that's where we see a lot of young people um, start to disengage, mm. um, exhibit challenging behaviours mm. in the classroom mm. and end up, you know, um, in a spiral mm. of um, getting further and further and further behind yep. in the achievement gap. Yep. It lengthens. Yeah. Um, so introducing the tools, um, particularly from upper primary into tra- in transitioning into um, junior secondary school, yeah. 
if we are training, upskilling our teachers and our students to use the tool, mm. we are seeing a greater engagement yep. and we're not seeing students lag behind the achievement gap. We're seeing well-being. Well-being we're, addressed. We're, and, yeah, so, well-being and, addressed. and so, so kind of the core of that is, is literacy, isn't it, by addressing, addressing the, the literacy needs that for students you're actually seeing the impact on learning outcomes. Yeah. Student well-being, student engagement, student engagement. Yeah, it's that kind of that well-being piece is really important, is it? Because you know, when you talk to say talk to students in a secondary environment, yeah. it's about their self-esteem. You know, the fact that their literacy is a barrier to actually their learning. Absolutely, yeah. and you know, literacy is the core. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, you need a certain amount of um, of literacy competency yeah. in mathematics and numeracy, yeah. as well as science and STEM yeah. and all of those higher yeah. order yeah. thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, being able to collaborate and, and work with each with each other in groups, yeah, they, yeah. you know, you still need literacy yeah, yeah. in just, that respect. Everywhere, um, yeah. in everywhere. Yeah. And I think what we're doing is we're empowering students and, and giving students that tool mm. that will enable them mm. to be not only successful learners, mm. but hopefully they'll lead into really successful post school options yeah. for yeah. wherever young people choose. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking at that data last year too. It was interesting the spike in in usage during when remote learning. COVID. COVID. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we only had a very short period. Yeah. Of, um, you were very remote. lucky. Yes, oh, we were lucky everywhere in Oz, but yeah, yeah, yeah very yeah. short period. Um, so we our um, remote learning aligned very similar to the time that New South Wales schools yeah, yeah, were yeah, remote learning. Yeah. Um, and it, it was really interesting to see the data that you sent us yeah. read during that time that there was an even greater spike yeah. Of, yeah. Of, of students yeah. using Read and Write for Good yeah. Crime. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, where we really captured the parent audience yep. and that was the time that because we did actually plan to do some face-to-face PL we with did. parents and then all of a sudden we, we did it all remotely. We, we did it all remotely and you know I had I think we had 20 something parents that had registered for our face-to-face yeah. P, um, PL yeah. and then as soon as it went remotely it we was had, 260 yeah. actually, actually that's a, an unintended outcome was the way we provided um, training and professional learning for read and write traditionally we would do face to face, but we've had um, we had to do it online. But we've actually realised that that's actually a much more efficient because say say for mums and dads, online also means it's recorded and, and they can then access yeah. that access that that material when and where they want and as Absolutely. often as they want. And it's great. Yeah, um, and, and that kind of brings me on to the the. The other point is um, that impact for teachers. So what kind of impact is, because um, there would have been, teachers would have would have realised during the remote period that you had that, oh, okay, I need to use this tool because I actually don't have the kids in my classroom. Absolutely. So um, printing off pages in a textbook and increasing the size for young people yeah. with visual yeah. Yeah, impairments, impairments, yeah. and and need visual yeah, adjustments. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you can't do that when you're sitting in your classroom and your students are <laughs> the, all in, sitting at, at home on, in, on, in, a in, on a screen in surrounding <laughs> suburbs. Yeah. So, um, and we have seen a huge teacher impact in enrolments in our webinars yeah. as as well, yeah. and. Um, We've also, too, worked, Stella and I've worked very closely with yourself, Greg, looking at 
um, not only providing web, webinars as, a, as a, a part of a PL suite, mm -hmm. but looking at how we can make a more um, sustainable um, PL yeah. without relying that's, on that face-to-face yeah, that, that's been Meetings. really, that, and, and that's been that's been really great. Yeah. So um, the the other thing uh, on teachers, the other thing, the impact on teachers, I guess. Did you see any impact on the way that they used used the tools, of, um, or just generally? Did you see? Yeah, um, I think you know, as I said earlier, you know, in terms of like the the capabilities yeah, yeah. on on the, uh, yeah. the toolbar, you know, I think. Most of our teachers generally use it for um, speech to text or yeah. text to speech, yeah. um, and I, I I feel that, and I've seen in some schools during remote that um, they've been able to explore the other capabilities, the, the other the other options, the yeah. other options. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for example, say a student with vision yeah. impairment yeah. needs visual yeah. adjustments. Yeah. Um, the simplify button. Ah, yeah. Yeah, just taking all that busyness off. And, and then off. even be able to simply change the background colour to say blue and yellow text. And the, yeah. the, the screen reader yeah. that uh, yeah. will mask, yeah. the screen yeah. master, yeah. that, yeah. that yeah. will mask just, some of the yeah. text yeah. so yeah. it's not so busy for yeah. students. Yeah. Um, I think in the busyness of, of a classroom and a busyness of a very diverse classroom mm. that um, I think... Our teachers are using it, mm. but I don't think they're using all of the capabilities right. as and well as they could. could yeah. And I think this was a great opportunity for us to say to our teachers, there is just a little bit more there if you delve a little bit deeper. And they've needed to mm. in remote mm. learning. It's not a matter of, you know, being able to have your students in a classroom, some yeah, yeah. headphones on using yeah. speech to text yeah. or text to speech. Yeah, I think it's they've it, been it, able to delve a little bit they have, into they the have. capabilities yeah. that's available. And what you guys are going to be doing this year across the directorate in terms of professional learning is still do that kind of fundamentals learning about read and write yeah. at a fundamental level, but you're about to do what you call level two where you, yeah. people, you're going to get the chance for people to dive deeper to actually really explore more of the features that are on the toolbar, but think more about how to embed it into their classroom practice. And how it relates to pedagogy. Yep, so, yep. Um, so so what I'm getting from, from it all is that, you know, you've pushed out read and write um, across the whole directorate schools. It's, it's There's a lot of use, um, but you know that you can do so much more and so you're providing all this, this yeah, training. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and we and, need to start linking it the, the yeah, Google yeah, um, yeah, tool to yeah. actually good pedagogy. Yeah. And I think that's where we're sort of missing the link. And, and so that's, that's where that's where to next is. It's to, where to next. Yeah. Like we have teachers who are, um, we're training teachers up how to use the tool. Yeah. But we need to deepen teachers' understanding of actually why you're using the tool yeah. and make it purposeful. Yeah. And it's not just for students with disability, it's for all, all students, students. Yep. Um, EALD, yeah. gifted and talented, all students in yep. classrooms. Yep. And using pedagogy such as the Universal Design for Learning mm -hmm. Framework and the multi-tiers of intervention supports yeah. and strategies, yeah. that's where we want to evolve our Level 2 training. Yep. So there is actually rigour and purpose behind why we are actually using Read and Write for Google Chrome yep. and why are we advocating it so strongly. Yeah, uh, I, I, I love it because that's that's what, when I, that's what I, you know, that's the idea that 
it's the, the technology is really important, but it's not the, the it's end not, in itself. It's, it's not the it's, end. It's, no, it's actually how you embed it in your teaching and learning. Hey, look, that's great. Um, I realise that we're running out of time. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, Greg, and thanks for the opportunity to speak. That's okay. Uh, it's a shame um, Michelle was actually going to join us on our roundtable, but um, for unforeseen circumstances couldn't join us. So <clears throat> this is a good chance to uh, hear from Michelle and and um, that leaves me to say thank you to everybody who's been listening and, and be sure that you subscribe to our Text Help Talks podcast on your preferred podcast player or streaming service um, to catch the next episodes in Text Help Talks. So that's, a, that's it from us. Until next time, goodbye.